Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Yivamastaf Samach Dalid. We are up to Samach Gimel on the base. I think we're up to the uh, fourth very wide line. Al Tetzar Tzaras Machar, I think, is where we left off. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. And uh, the Gemara today is going to talk about someone who's not Osek Bipuruvu, what kinds of uh, Avera is that equivalent to? A person who refuses to attempt to uh, fulfill the mitzvah of Puruvu. And then the Mishnah on Amadalf is going to talk about the Chiyuv to, for one to be Megari Shesishto, if they're uh, unsuccessful in having children after uh, 10 years. The Gemara is going to tell us that Yitzchak and Rivka were Akurim, that they were barren, and uh, why it is that Kodesh Baruch Hu made them that way, and how the Tefillah of a Tzadik Ben is different than the tefillah of a tzaddik ben Rasha. The Gemara is going to, uh, to to talk about all the Avos being akurim and why Akurish Baruch Hu made them that way. Then the Gemara is going to mention that there's a daya that bismanazeh. It's a different number of years uh, after which a person is chayiv to be megarish shesish. So even in an even shorter amount of time than uh, than ten years. And the Gemara is going to tell us that uh, that there's a machlokas. How many times creates a chazaka, and that has relevance for a number of issues, including this being one of them. How how many wives, how many times, how many marriages does a person have to go through without having children before they realize that there's a chazaka that that person is unable to have children but it also relates to uh, how many children die, machmas mila, to realize that, uh, that uh, it's a hemophiliac family and that uh, therefore uh, it's going to be dangerous to give any child a mila and other matters as well as far as uh, how many times is a chazaka, whether it's two times or three times that is a, that is a chazaka then the Gemara is going to discuss the concept of an isha katla that if a woman keeps burying her husbands, what is what do we assume is the cause of that? Do we assume that it is her mazel or that it is some sort of sexually transmitted disease that causes the husband to die? And we're going to have many nafkaminas as far a couple of nafkaminas as far as that, as far as why it is that we assume that if a woman's been married to a few husbands and that they keep dying, why it is we assume that they are dying? So let's begin again. Fourth very wide line on daf samach gimel amud beis. So says Gemara al. I think that's where we left off. The, 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 uh, the, the Ben Sirat says, that uh, gives an Eitzah, that a person should not, be, uh, should not worry about what tomorrow is going to bring. Because he doesn't know what's going to happen today. Could be that tomorrow is going to come, and the person is upset about it and worried about it and anxious about what's going to be tomorrow. It's not even going to be in the world anymore. It doesn't sound like something that's comforting for someone who has anxiety. You know, you have anxiety. Don't worry about it. Tomorrow you might be dead. So So it turns out that he's being mitzayir on a world that doesn't uh, belong to him because it's not, he's not going to be in the world anyway. So rabim mitoch beischa and the uh, another eitsa keep a lot of people out of uh, being uh, of, 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 from from your house. And those people that you're misasik with, that you deal with, you shouldn't all bring them into your house. All, you shouldn't bring all of them into your house all the time. And you should speak to them outside of your house. I mean, make appointments, make uh, meetings outside of your house. Um, the, there are going to be a lot of people that look after you that are going to be interested in how you're doing. Yeah, I'll have a lot of friends. So even though you have a lot of friends, only reveal secrets to one out of a thousand. Meaning a person could have a lot of different friends uh, in different contexts, but a true friend is really hard to find. So the, someone who you're going to reveal secrets to should be much more limited than that. That those are the bits of Eitsa from Ben Sira that the Gemara that the Gemara chooses to quote over here. Um, so uh, the Gemara says Vaiter uh, So we already saw this concept that Mashiach is only going to come 
once all the neshamos are emptied out of this uh, the the guf in shemayim that this uh, this uh, this uh, container in shemayim so to speak that has all the neshamos that uh, that it awaits and the shiach's arrival awaits till all the neshamos have come out into this world and that's why we believe that if a person has a lot of children even though the technical mitzvah of puravu is fulfilled with one son and one daughter the more children one has the the, the uh, greater the mitzvah is because they're bringing Mashiach closer. So it's a, there are three kiyumim of Puruvu. There's Yikr Mitzvah of Puruvu. Then there's what we saw a few days ago, that even if a person has children, you should have children, so that's a, 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 another Hidur in Puruvu. And then you have the additional element that no matter how many children one has, each child that you bring into the world is a step closer to Mashiach because they ben David Ba at because the Pasuk says, in Yeshayahu, ki ruach milfanayatov uneshamos aniyasisi. That uh, I'm not going to delay this man of Geula forever. It's not going to. I'm not going to hold back and bring Geula forever. The reason that the Geula is misakev, the reason it's delayed, is because there are still ruchos in front of me. Hashem is saying that are in this place called the Guf, and the neshamos that I made are uh, are still with me. So that's a ki ruach milfanay. Since there are ruchos lefanay, there are ruchos in this Guf. So yatov. That's why the Geula is being delayed. And the Shamos Aniyasisi, the Neshamos that I made, still, uh, still haven't, uh, haven't been completed, still haven't gone through their mission in this world. And that's what's delaying the Geula. So Tanya, Rebbe Lazar, Omer, Kol Mishen Rivya, someone who doesn't get married and try to have children, Ki'ilu Shofik it's as if he's killing, as if he's committing murder because he's preventing Yishuv Olam, Shnemar Shofik Tam Adam Badam, Tamo Yishafeich, Uksiv Basrei, and the Pasuk right after it says, so right after it talks about Shrikh's Damim, it talks about Puravu. So you see that from that juxtaposition, that failure to engage in Puravu is the equivalent of, or similar to, it's hard to say the equivalent of, but similar to Shrikh's uh, Damim. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, someone who's not also in Puri of Rivia, it's as if he's being Memait, it's Selim Elokim in the world. The image of God is uh, minimized in the world. That right after it says, it says Puravu. So someone who's not Osik and Puravu is being Mimait, that's Salam Elokim. Ben Azay Omer, Ki'ilu Shofech Tamim, Umimait Hadamos. It's if you did both, you're Shofech Tamim and Mimait the Salam Elokim. Shnemar Vatem Puravu, like we just said, because of the juxtaposition of both of those things, that before the Pasuk of Vatem Puravu, it says both things. It says, Ki'ilu Shofech Tamim, Umimait Hadamos. And it says, Shofech Tamim, Adam, 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 Yishofech. So it's as if you did both of them. So Amr Lo, so people, Amr Lo, Ben Azay, they said to Ben Azay, you know, there are some people that are very consistent that they darshan about certain messages and they live it. They, uh, they, they're mekayim exactly all the things that they demand of others. There are those that are not mekayim that fulfill things in a very beautiful way, but they don't know how to make nice drushes. They don't know how to inspire other people to do those things. But for Atah, you seem to have a really negative thing that, no, Doresh, you give these beautiful drushes of Musr and how we have to do Puravu, and if you don't do Puravu, it's Kilu Shofik Tamim, and you're being Mimait Salam El Kim. But you never got married. Someone ben Azay ben Azay said, What do you want from me? It's I'm so connected to the Torah. 
I don't have my Yetzirah affecting me because I'm also in mitzvahs, and because of my Cheshach in Torah, I don't have any uh, Hirhurim. That's how Rabbi Rabram Minahar explains. Tulsus points out, if you look in Ksubus of Samach Gimel, it sounds like he did get married because he married the daughter of Rabbi Akiva. So Tulsus says he must have not been married to her for very long. He was married to her for a short period of time, and then he got divorced. And he just wasn't interested in, uh, in marriage because he was so engaged in his Torah learning. So even though you have to be also Yeshuvah Shalolam, he was so on the fact that that the world will survive through uh, other people. In the Sefer Nahar Shraga, he explains that it's only in the mitzvah of Puravu that Benazi is willing to say that he's not going to be Mekayim because of Nafshul Chashka B'Torah. Meaning, what else didn't he do because of Nafshul Chashka B'Torah? Do we have anything on record that Benazi didn't take Lulav or eat matzah or uh, wear tefillah or anything else because Nafshul Chashka B'Torah? He was so engaged in Torah that he didn't want to do the mitzvah. He says, no, it's Dafka, these two mitzvahs because they're both about Yishuv HaOlam. Lo sovra la sheves yitzara, that uh, the purpose of Puruvu is uh, to uh, to populate the world, and uh, that also that it should be yisyashiv al yidei Torah. So someone who's melami Torah is mekayim yishuv olam through his Torah, right? That's what the Gemara Babasa says that protection comes to a whole city uh, because of uh, people who are learning Torah. So it's because they both have the same goal. So he's accomplishing that goal uh, in some other way. That's what they suggest. So then the Gemara brings another brisa similar to the last one, but it switches uh, the, uh, the 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 names of the uh, of the author. As in place of Rabbi Yaakov, we just have Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So Tani Idach, Rabbi Lazar Omer, call me Sheinosik very very kilu shavik dam shema shavik dam adam v'samach leva temperuvu. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah Omer kilu memayit ademos. It's as if he's being memayit at Salmel Kim. Ben Azay Omer Amrulal ben Azay Yeshna Adorish v'chulei. The same uh, the whole same rest of the brisa. The Gemara doesn't have to quote the whole thing. So Tani Rabbanan. Now the Gemara brings an additional brisa that someone who's not also Peruvu. Pasuk says, by Midbar Parak Yonu, V'nucha Yomar Shuvah Hashem Rivivos Alfa Yisrael. Malami Cheyna Shechina Shorah Al Pachos Mishnei Alafim Mishnei Rivavos Mi Yisrael. That the Shechina is Shorah when you have 22,000 Jews. Because the Pasuk says, Rivivos Alfa Yisrael, the mute of Alfa, plural, is at least 2,000. Rivivos, uh, Rebo is 10,000. Rivivos is plural, must mean at least 20,000, and that's when Shuvah Hashem, that the Shechina will go, will return. When you have 22,000, so let's imagine you have 21,999 Jews, and and you have one person that decided, nah, I don't want to have any children. So isn't that person's decision that, you know, he thinks is, ah, it's a personal decision, it has nothing to do with anybody else. No, it does have something to do with everybody else. It uh, causes the Shechina to be installed from Yisrael. I was just listening on my drive home last night to an interview with uh, Rabbi Neuberger Shlita, and uh, they were asking him about Shalom bias issues. So one of the things that they were asking about was what, how do you handle when husband and wife don't agree about uh, whether to have more children. So the person doing the interview said, I imagine that usually the case is that the husband is interested in having more children, and the wife said that she's had enough. Rav Neuberger said, no, that is not usually the way it goes. Um, in my experience, that is not the way it goes either. Usually the wife has an instinct to want to give and to want to have more children, and the husband is always nervous about money, and he's nervous about uh, everything else. So uh, he's, uh, he feels that he's past it, he's at a new stage in life. That's, not, that's usually the, uh, the issue. So, uh, so Rav Neuberger said, 
said that if it's about money, one of the things we have to uh, impress upon people is that when a person has children, they're doing good for Klal Yisrael. So if it means you're going to have to have tuition assistance, Klal Yisrael should pay, you know, should help if you need the help in order to, uh, because having more children is a benefit to the Jewish people. It's a benefit to the world. It's a benefit to, uh, to Klal Yisrael. If there are you know, other issues, medical issues, personal anxieties, things like that, okay, that has to be dealt with separately. But that was his, uh, his take on it. Because uh, based on this hashkafa, that it's, uh, that, that it's not only a, a personal thing. Could we go in the Shechina Shetztalik Me Yisrael? Sabachalun Amr Mishum Rav Lazar Chayiv Misa, that a person's Anosik Privrivia is Chayiv Misa. Shinemar, because the Pasuk says, by the death of Nadav and Aviyu, when they brought an Eish Zara, Lefnei Hashem, it says, Uvanim Lo Hayu Lehem. So from the fact that the Torah t- tells us that they didn't have children, it must be the Torah is telling us, and that's why they died. Ha Hayu Lehem Lo Mesu. Had they had children, they wouldn't die. So a person's not Osik in Privrivia. It is causing the Shechina to, uh, to leave Klal Yisrael. When a person leaves Zerah, he leaves children, so then Shechina Shara, then the Shechina will reside in Klal Yisrael. But ain Zerachacharecha, if a person does not leave uh, Zerah after him, Salmi Shara, who's the Shechina going to be Shara? Allah Eitzim Ba'avanim. Yeah, what? Do you think the Shechina is going to reside on just Eitzim Ba'avanim? Meaning, it's funny that the the Gemara says that uh, like uh, sarcastically. What the Shechina is going to be Shara al Eitzim Ba'avanim. Meaning, uh, we, we we do know that the Shechina was Shara and Eitzim Ba'avanim uh, when uh, when we have a base of Mikdash, the Shechina Shara and Eitzim Ba'avanim. But it must be that even then, it's really only Shara there because of us. Meaning uh, that that was the uh, that was the, 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 the great miracle that uh, that the Gemara says that we're so, we, it was uh, it was a comfort to us when we saw the Chorban Abayis because the really the Shechina Shara in Klal Yisrael and uh, therefore the destruction should have been a destruction of Klal Yisrael, of the, the true Makom Ashraz HaShechina. But Baruch Baruch uh, took out his anger on Eitzim Vavanim on what seemed like the physical structure through which the Shechina was Shara but that's not the Ikar Ashraz HaShechina the Ikar Ashraz HaShechina is on, uh, is on Klal Yisrael. So now the Mishnah is going to discuss a person who uh, gets married is Osek in Peruvu but he was not, meaning Osek meaning tries to fulfill Peruvu but he's not able to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. He wasn't Zolcha to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. Meaning, what, what can you ask of a, of a person already? That's what the Gemara in Shabbos says, that a person dies and uh, there are going to be six questions. So uh, the, one of the questions is not Kiyamta Pirivirivya, it's a Sakta Pirivirivya. You can't uh, demand of a person to be Mekayim because a person can keep trying to have children and be unsuccessful entirely or be unsuccessful in having of both genders. So you can't ask Kiyamta, you can only ask a Sakta Pirivirivya. But what if Nasi Isha? and they stay married, a, guy, a couple gets married, and they're married for 10 years, and she doesn't give birth, they don't have, they're not zochet any children. So you're not allowed to give up on the mitzvah of Puravu, and this is Allah and Shulchan that for whatever reason we don't really practice anymore, meaning most people do not uh, uh, do this, this is usually not the Eitzah, so but uh, the, the, the halacha on the books is that he has to divorce her or to marry a second wife in order to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. But uh, we don't say that the woman is not current, she's not royal Leledas, and she's not allowed to marry to anybody else. Girsha, if he divorces his first wife, she can still get married to someone else because we assume she's not a Nakara, it just didn't work with this husband. There was something incompatible about these two people. Then the second husband is also allowed to stay with her for 10 years, and if she became pregnant, 
pregnant and uh, miscarried, so uh, the, uh, the, the, the first husband is Monomisha Shepila, counts the 10 years from when she was mapil and not from the time of the Nisuin. And if he waits 10 years from the time that she was mapil and she doesn't give birth, then a, a, a Viter, he has the same halacha, that he's not allowed to be mevatel the, uh, the, the, the mitzvah. Um, the uh, Ritva, the Nuka Yosef says, it doesn't matter at what stage in pregnancy she, uh, she miscarried, even if she was mapil betochar ba'im yom, to, to becoming pregnant, because the Uber is like Mayim Bialma, you still count only Misha Sheepila. I mean, you might have imagined that if the pregnancy really just never took, it was within our Ba'im Yom, that that doesn't start the clock again on the, uh, the 10 year count. So that's what the Ritva Mukayos would say, yes, it does. That if there was any amount of pregnancy, even a very, very short amount of time, that restarts the clock on the Esr Shanim. So Tanrabal, if a man marries a woman and they, they, uh, they're married for 10 years, and they're not zochet to children. Yotzivitin ksuba. He has to divorce her and pay her ksuba. So it could be that uh, it's his that, that he's the reason that they're not able to, to have children. We don't know yet why uh, they were unable to have children. Shema lo zachli banus mimena. Maybe it's not her fault. She's not the one that ruined the marriage. So he's he's not zochet to be uh, built through her. And even though uh, he, g- he gives her ksuba, maybe she is ruiyelabanim. Uh, he has to give her the ksuba because she probably she might be ruiyelabanim, but he wasn't zochet. Even though there's no clear raya that you have to be megarish and isha after ten years of not children of not having children, there is a remez to this that Avram Avinu married Sarah and they didn't have any children. The pasuk says, "When did Sarah take?" Ten years after moving to Eretz Canaan, and then uh, he, he gives her, uh, he, 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 she gives uh, Hagar um, as a, as a wife. Um, so from the fact that the Torah says that Avraham Avinu married Hagar after 10 years, so that's the, that, that indicates that that's the amount of time that one has to move on and realize that they're not going to have children from that first wife. So the fact that he married Hagar only after 10 years, not 10 years of being married to Sarah, but 10 years after coming to Eretz Kena'an. So minion. So you see from here that Yeshiva's Chutzlaretz doesn't count toward the number. It doesn't, it's not Ola minion of the of the 10 years. And this happens often that couples that don't have children will make Aliyah. They'll move to Eretz and they'll hope for the Zuchus of uh, Eretz Yisrael. Rav Shachta tells us that uh, when he uh, and, and the Rebetzin first got married, they were not Zuchus to children for, for a while. And uh, he said they took a trip to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, so, so I always thought that he took a trip to Eretz Yisrael to get brachos, which he did. He got, they got a lot of brachos for all of his father-in-law's friends, where the, all the altar mirrors, so they went to visit all these tzaddikim, and they got brachos. And once they, and they were there, and they were delivering something to, uh, to, um, uh, to Rav David Salvechik, and I think the Nazir lived in the same building as Rav David Salvechik, so they went to see the Nazir also, and they got brachos from the Nazir, and the Nazir grilled Rebbe and Shachter on uh, some sugyas that he thought she should be familiar with. It was an interesting story also. So, uh, but, but, but he he always says that we went to Eretz Yisrael more so than for the brachos. We went to Eretz Yisrael because the zechus of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, then, thank God, they had nine children, so uh, I guess it worked. So uh, you go to the zechus of Eretz Yisrael, something that, that counts. So the fi chachaluhu of shachal sehi. If uh, he is sick or she is sick, or shneim chavushim beis hasurim, 
or they're both in jail where we know the reason that they're not having children, they're not able to have Tashmashamita. So then, you don't count that toward uh, years of infertility. That's not infertility. That's, that's, if, if you don't have Tashmashamita, it's not going to happen with magic. So obviously, that's not going to count toward the 10 years of not having children. So asking Mara Amli Ravler of Nachman, Rav says of Nachman, why do we learn this, the amount of time that you're allowed to stay married without having children being 10 years, um, like Avram Avinu, why don't we instead learn from Yitzchak, who spent 20 years without Rivka giving birth and he didn't marry another wife? He was 40 years old when he got married to Rivka. He waited 20 years till Yaakov and Esav were born and he didn't marry a second wife. So Nachman says you can't learn from Yitzchak that the amount of time to wait is 20 years because the reason they say to be Megarish after 10 years is that maybe she's in Akara and she's not Ru'iyah and you can't be Mavatal from the Mitzvah but Yitzchak Akur Haya. Yitzchak knew what the problem was. He knew that he was in Akur and that's why she wasn't giving birth and that's why he wasn't going to be Megarish her because he knew he was incapable of having children uh, naturally. If that's the case you can't bring a riot from Yitzchak he was in Akur how can you learn from Avram Avinu that this man is 10 years Avram Nami Akur Haya. Avram Avinu also knew that he was in Akur the Gemara is going to soon explain how we knew that, but what's the riot from Avram Avinu that he didn't get married to, that he didn't take a second wife until after 10 years. So the Gemara answers, you're right, both of them were Akurim and therefore they didn't marry a second wife. And you cannot learn from them, but the Pasuk says by Avram Avinu is really extra. And that, that's where we learn from. Just the fact that it's an extra Pasuk, it must be the Pasuk is trying to indicate to us that under normal circumstances, it's Miketz Eser Shanim that a person should take a, a second wife. So uh, who, uh, the, uh, but the Pasuk of by Yitzchak, of Yitzchak ben Shishim Shana is not extra. That Pasuk is needed for B'chiyah Barabba taught us. Why does the Torah count the years of Yishmael? Well, meaning, uh, why would we count the, the ages of Rishayim? The Pasuk says It tells us how old Yishmael is and counts it out in the, uh, in the singles and the, and the, and the, and the tens and the hundreds. So, the only reason the Torah does that is so that we can understand the, the timeline of Yaakov Avinu's life. Um, the uh, the Pasuk of Yitzchak and Shim Shon and Chazal after Darshan, that Yaakov wasn't punished for those years that he was in Shem Ve'ever and learning Torah because God will tell the Torah and we only know this if we have all the data in, in front of us. That's how we can know uh, how, how, how many years Yaakov was punished for uh, and that he wasn't uh, held accountable for the time he spent in Shame Ve'ever. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky has a famous vart in Emes Yaakov as he says, I don't understand why he wasn't punished for the years he spent in Shame Ve'ever. He says, uh, if, uh, it's true that maybe God will tell him to keep it aim. But if your parent asks you, go buy a bottle of milk from the uh, Makolet, from the, from the local store, and they give you a couple of bucks, and you go buy a bottle of milk, and uh, you go to the store, but on the way to the store, you stop in Yeshiva for 14 years. He says, uh, you're not allowed to do that. That's, uh, that you're in the middle of the mitzvah for of 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 keeping aim. So uh, the parents sent him, sent him to go find a wife. And uh, he stopped in shame for 14 years. 
How could he do that? That's, he's in the middle of uh, fulfilling the mitzvah. So that's where Yaakov Kamilaski says, no, it's a bad mashal. Mashal madavadome, a parent says, go buy me a lulav and esrog. And you have no idea what a lulav looks like, what an esrog looks like, what, uh, what the halachos are. So you stop in the base of along the way to learn the halachos, to know what to look for. That's part of the kiyum mitzvah of kibbut aveim. So to Yaakov knew to go to base Lavan and to come back spiritually intact. He needed to fortify himself. So part of the shlichus was to be able to spiritually fortify himself. And that was the learning Yeshiva Shem Vever, and therefore was part of the Kibra Veim, and that's why he wasn't punished for that. It's, it's against the Pashas of the Gemara, right? The Pashas of the Gemara is that Gadol Talmud Torah made Kibra Veim. Not that this was a Kiyum of Kibra Veim, but Talmud Torah is so great and so important that it's Gadol from Kibra Veim. Amr of Yitzchak, Yitzchak Avinu Akor Haye, Yitzchak Avinu was an Akor. Shinemar Vayitzchak Yitzchak Hashem, Lenochach Ishto, and the Pasuk continues, Ki Akorahi. So Rabbi Yitzchak is Medayik, Al Al ishto lo If he was davening for his wife, it should have said al ishto ela linochach. it says instead across from his wife. So it sounds like each one was davening both for themselves and for the other uh, when they were in, in proximity to each other. Because they were both akurim, so they had to daven for a double miracle for them to have a children. Would have been, for them to have children would be a double miracle. If that's the case, that. Um, this Lashon is written in order to be Medayik, that they were both davening. So why does it say, Vayetalo, that Hashem listened to him and Rivka gave birth? So Vayetalo Hemi Bayulay, if they were both davening at the same time and both davening for each other as well as for themselves, it should have said, Vayetalo Hem, that Hashem uh, listened to their Tfilos. That the Tfilos of Yitzchak ben Avram Avinu is different than the Tfilos of a Rivka, who's a Tzadikas, but the, 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 the offspring of a, uh, of, of a, of a of a Russia, that her father was Pesuel Arami, who was a Russia. So the Yun Yaakov says, isn't this so, sir, what the Torah writes in uh, Simon Nun Gimel, in the name of the Rush, that you should, fi- you should find a, a, a Shliach Tzibor, who's from Zerah Rechokim, um, that, uh, that, that uh, Tov Lekari Vanashim, Mi Zerah Rechokim, to be a Shliach Tzibor, because the Tzilos Tzadik Ben Russia is better than other Tzilos, because the person is more humbled, and therefore they're going to be better uh, a better person to uh, to lead the tzibur. So he says, no, uh, the tefillah tzaddik ben, ben Russia is, uh, is, is 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 when when a, tfil, a person is misfollowed for themselves, a tefillah tzaddik ben tzaddik is better. And he says that's what the marshal writes. Where as opposed to representing a tzibur, then maybe in a chinami, the more humble the person is, then the better it is to have that person represent you. Amr Rav Yitzchak, Why were the avos akurim? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu uh, desires the tefillos of the tzaddikim, so he wanted to make it in such a way where they would have to daven uh, very hard in order to have uh, to have children. So the uh, tzaddikim are mahapich. We're going to see they're mahapich with the midos of Hakadosh Baruch Hu from midos hadin to midos arachimim, and Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu himself, the Gemara Brachos tells us, is mispalal every day. That is, Rachamim should overpower his kas against his children. So, Akarosh Baruch Hu is misavil tefilas and shal tzadikim. In that sense, that's how uh, the the Ewan Yaakov explains that Akarosh Baruch Hu is misavil tefilas and shal tzadikim because the very thing that Hashem davens for can only be accomplished by tefilas and shal tzadikim. It's the tefilas and shal tzadikim that change Akarosh Baruch Hu midas Akarosh Baruch Hu midas adin into midas Rachamim, and that's what Hashem Himself davens for, uh, for. Right? That was uh, the Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha Gemara. The, 
was Avram freed? Right, he's the one that's, so right. So that's the uh, that, that's that Gemara that uh, that Kodesh Baruch Hu is davening that his own midas rachim should overpower the midas hadin. I'm Rav Yisak. Why is the tefilas shal tzadikim compared to a pitchfork? So ma eter zeh mishapei chatzvah mimakom lemakom, just like the pitchfork uh, moves the grain from one place to another. Kach tefilas shal tzadikim mahapei mahapechas midosu shal Kodesh Baruch Hu mimidas ragzonus lemidas rachmanus. So to the uh, the tefilas of tzadikim to flip over the uh, the the uh, the midas of Hakadosh Baruch Hu from a midah of anger to a midah of rachmanus. So the Gemara mentioned that Avram Avinu was an akur. So now the Gemara brings uh, other ma'amarim related to that. So Rabbi Yami Avram the Sarah tumtumin hayu. They were you, you couldn't tell if they were male or female. They were tumtumin shnemar habitu el tzur chutzatem el makvas the el makvas bor nukartem uksiv. And the pasuk afterwards says habitu el Avram avichem. So the second pasuk is an explanation of the first pasuk. So we see that the tzur that uh, that, uh, that, that 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 Avram Avinu was chiseled uh, out of, and the makvas habar that, uh, that that Sarah was from uh, is asher tucholelchem, meaning uh, is an explanation of asher yolda eschem. So you see in the pasuk that it's uh, they, they have to make a tzur and a makvas habar in order for them to be able to give birth, meaning there had to be some physical changes. In their body, in order for them to be able to give birth, there had to be, uh, for, you know, there, there had to be full formation of the uh, and 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 uh, coming out of the uh, of the the reproductive organs in order for them to be able to have children. So Sari Menu was an islandess. She never physically matured, and that's why she's not able to give birth. So there's an extra line in that pasuk. The pasuk already says Sarai Akara. So we already know. Obviously, if she's Akara, she's Ain Lavlad. Why does that say Ain Lavlad? Afilu base Vlad She didn't even have a base Arechem. She didn't even have a uterus. So what a miracle that was that she was able to have children. Now they're doing, they just started doing uterine transplants. So there's such a thing as a woman who doesn't have a uterus, who uh, they take a uterus from a dead woman, they put it in her and they keep it in there for five years and uh, she's able to have, uh, to have children. They're just... Uh, they're just doing this now. It's unbelievable. So I'm reviewed the braid of Shmuel Barshilas, Mishmei Derav. We should realize that's also a miracle. <laughs> you know, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the Chachma to medicine is also a miracle. However, Hashem does the nace. It's still the nace. So I'm uh, reviewed the braid of Shmuel Barshilas, Mishmei Derav. Lo shanu ela bedoros harishonim. This idea that you uh, wait for 10 years and, you know, and uh, then you're to, you're that's only in the earlier generations, Marubos, where people lived a really long time. So they had 10 years to wait around before they had children. But in more recent years, where people don't uh, live such long lives, and if you wait 10 years, it's very likely uh, that you're going to die before you have any children. Then you only wait two and a half years, enough time for, uh, for three pregnancies. Rabbi Amar of Nachman, because then it's a chazaka that you're not able to have children. And the assumption is that the chazaka is created with uh, the, the span of three pregnancies that never happened. So uh, if three pregnancies don't happen, then we assume that it's uh, time to move on. Rabbi Amr of Nachman, Shalosh Shalom Keneged Shalosh Pekidos, that it's three years Keneged, uh, three uh, Rosh Hashanah, because it's, uh, that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens to Tfilos, 
about having children. And Rosh Hashanah, Sarah, Rachel, and Chana were all, all their tefillos were listened to to be able to have children. So a person needs to go through three Rosh Hashanahs of being unsuccessful in their tefillos in order to be able to be certain that, uh, that it's time to move on and that it's not happening with that wife. We don't accept these kalim that the Amoraim said that in the Doris uh, Rishonim, the, 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 the time is different than it is now. Even in our generation, you're allowed to wait 10 years, you don't have to do less than 10 years. Michti, Masnisin, Mantakim, because our mission that says that you wait 10 years, who's the one that was mis- that, 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 uh, that, that formulated that number? Rebbe. Rebbe's the one that formulated the Mishnayis. But already in the times of David, the lifespans uh, were shortened because while the Avos lived uh, well over 100 years, 175 years, 180 years, they lived these uh, very long lifespans. Already by David, it says that you that we assume that the average lifespan is 70 years, and that's the assumption in the Gemara that we assume throughout Shas that uh, that that not not average lifespan, that ideal lifespan, that a full lifespan is 70 years. Baruch Hashem, another miracle that we live in a generation where seven, for a person to die at the age of 70 is considered extremely young, and the average is way more than, uh, than 70 years. So, uh, although it went down with COVID by a couple of years, but the average is way more than 70 years. So uh, the Mishnah says someone who get, gets married and 10 years, no children, they have to get divorced. So the Bryce says that the reason is because perhaps he's the reason that they're not able to get divorced. Maybe he's not Zoha to be built through her. So that's why he has to pay the Ksubas. It says more of Hashem Zacha Maybe she's the one that uh, was not Zocha. And therefore, why does he have to pay the Ksuba? Meaning, uh, if, it's, if, if, if the problem is within her and not within him, maybe he shouldn't have to pay the Ksuba. Say, No, but she doesn't have an obligation of Puravu. He has an obligation of Puravu. So she's not going to be penalized for her inability to have children when she has no, uh, no requirement. To have, to have children. So the Mishnah tells us that you, you get married, uh, that uh, someone gets married and she doesn't give uh, birth, you marry someone else because maybe and he's going to be to, the, to have children from the second one. Aini, is that uh, true? Uh, that he's able to be Nivna through the second wife? Didn't who was not married? They said, no, you need to find a Shidduch, time to get married and to have a family. And he said, I'm not going to get married because he's if I was Zoha, then I would have had children from my first wife. So you see that a person who's not Zakai to have children from one wife it assumes that he's not going to be Zakai from the other wife either. That seems against our Mishnah, which seems to assume that he will be Zoha from the second wife. So it says, His answer to them that if I was Zoha, it would have happened with the first wife, he was just being Docha them. That wasn't the real answer. He knew that he had already become an akar, that he was unable to have children because of the long shiurim that Rav Huna used to give, and he would have to hold himself in from going to the bathroom for such long periods of time, and the belief was that if you hold yourself in from going to the bathroom for long periods of time, that that's going to cause a person to be unable to have, uh, to have children. So uh, maybe on the, on the way into shir, they're like, ooh, free sodas, and then, uh, then they're, like, uh, they're probably regretting that halfway into the shir because they couldn't leave, and they had to... Uh, so that, that caused them to be yakir. Rav Gidol yakir. Rav Gidol became an also from the Shirim of Ravuna. 
Rabbi Chelbo Yakim Repirkat Rafuna also. Sheshit Yakim Repirkat Rafuna. Rafuna had all much to tell me that couldn't have any children because he gave these very long shirim and everyone was afraid to go to the bathroom during the shir. Ravachab Yaakov Achad Suskinta because he uh, held himself uh, uh, during the shir of Rafuna. He had a certain disease uh, that comes about from holding one, oneself in that causes him to become an akar. So uh, when he got sick, uh, he went on, the, on, on a cedar tree that was in the base of and the illness left him like a green stream, a green branch that came out of him, and that's what saved him from being an akar. There were 60 Tamidi Chachamim, all of them. He had 60 guys in the shear. All of them became Akarim because of his Shir Lubarmeana, except for me, that I saved myself because I did this Rufua with the Eras tree, the Kaimi bin Afshai, I fulfilled it about myself. But the Paskin Koala says that through uh, understanding Chachman, through knowing a little bit about uh, a little bit of medical knowledge, you can uh, you can survive. So Girsha Mutaris. The mission went on to say that if uh, he that if a couple is married for ten years and that without children, then they get divorced, she's still allowed to marry a second husband. Because maybe she's able to have children with the second husband, but shady and shlishi lo sound like sounds like a second husband, yes, but not a third husband. So masnisin money. Who are we assuming? Like Rebbe, uh, we're assuming that two times already, two times being married for ten years without children is a chazaka that she will never have children. The Tanya, uh, we have a brayse that tells us in a different context that mala harisha umeis hasheni umeis that he give mila to the first child and he dies to the second child and he dies shlishi lo timol. Then you shouldn't even try to do mila on the third child. Divrei Rebbe, because Rebbe holds that that's already a chazaka. That you know, you give a mila to the third child, just not to the fourth child, because only three times is a chazaka. But didn't we learn in Brisa that Rebbe holds three times is a chazaka, and Rebbe Shimon Gamliel holds two times is a chazaka? So the Gemara says, which one it was said last that we could rely on? Uh, what was the genuine sheet of Rebbe and Rebbe Shimon Gamliel, respectively? Each of them changed their mind, so whichever one was last is what their real opinion is. There were four sisters that were living in Sipori. That they they mauled the, the the first one, uh, the first sister mauled her her child and he died. The second one mauled her child and he died. And the Rambam said, "Don't uh, do the the mila on the fourth. The fourth sister shouldn't do the mila on her child because the first three times you see you already have a chazaka." So the Mishnah Rishona that we quoted that Rambam Gamliel holds that only the fourth child not to be mal is uh, the correct one. That three times is kaveh uh, chazaka and not two times. That's the ikker uh, because uh, Rabbi Yochanan was an amore. He lived at the end of the Tkufa Satanaim and he was made about this price so that he saw this meisa. So you see that that must be how Rabbi Shmuel paskined at the end of uh, uh, you know at the end of his life. Frankly, but wait, maybe had the third woman asked the Shaila, he would have told her also not to mal the child because maybe he, Rabbi Shmuel actually held two times as chazaka. They just didn't ask the Shaila until the third sister already mal. If that were the case, then what's Rabbi Chibarabba's uh, edus over here? He must be telling us a chiddush din. And the chiddush din is that you need to have three times to establish a chazaka. Maybe the chiddush din is that not only is multiple children in the same family considered a chazaka, but even children of sisters are considered a buildup of the chazaka. Uh, uh, that a 
person should be careful not to marry uh, a, a woman from a family that suffers from a particular illness because you have to assume that the illness is a genetic illness that relates to all the family members. So my Allah, what's the Psaq Allah as far as being Kaveh and Chazak? Is it two or three times? So Kiyasa Rabbi Yitzhak Bar Yosef Amar Uvda Hava Kameh Rabbi Yochanan there was a story where they asked Rabbi Yochanan B'Knishtad Ma'on in the Beisach Knesset of Ma'on B'Yom HaKipur Mishchal Yosef Shabbos when it happened to be Yom Kippur that fell on Shabbos Mala Rishon Umeis that Shnia Umeis Shlish is Baal Lefanov they asked about the third child after the first two died from Brismila Amli Luchi Umuli he said go and mal the child on time even though it's Yom Kippur and Shabbos so you see that two times is not yet a Chazaka so Amli Abayi Chazid Kashar Sisura Abayi said Rabbi Yitzchak, through this Misa you know, you, that you bring from Rabbi Yochanan, you're going to be Matir Isurim, because if Chazaka is Nikva with two times, it's also for the third uh, one to mal the child. The child might die, and if it's also to do the Mila, the Mila is Shalobaz Mana, and it's not Toch Shabbos, not Toch Yom HaKippurim, and of Sakanta, and plus, on a, in addition to the Isur, it's Sakanas Nefashos for the baby. So, uh, so uh, even though Abayi said that's Rabbi Yitzhak, Samach Allah Abayi, Abayi relied on the Psaq, Rabbi Yochanan to be matir, being mal the tinok, because uh, the psak halacha was that, in two, that, that two times is not enough of a chazaka, and we're not choshesh that, that whatever happened twice is going to happen again. Va'azal nasva lechuma, so he went and he married chuma, bar tadi isi breder of Yitzchak breder of Yehuda, the daughter of isi breder of Yitzchak breder of Yehuda, to nasve rachva de pumadisa, who uh, in the past was already married to rachva de pumadisa, ushchiv, and had died, and Rav Yitzchak breder of Rabbi ushchiv, so nasve who ushchiv, so he also married her, Abai himself went and married her, and he also died, so Abai was so much on Rav Yitzchak that two times out of Chazaka, so he didn't think uh, that, that there was a problem with marrying a woman who had already buried two husbands and uh, then sure enough he also died uh, after marrying her so at that point she had a chazaka that she was already a, uh, a kathanist okay we have a lot to catch up on but again tomorrow's that seems a little bit shorter I don't know we'll get there so, uh, so we'll pick up tomorrow from Amaratha <laughs>